Hello, this is Chris from We Hate Bards. I'd just like to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, we have plenty of more podcast material on iTunes, or you can check our website at wehatebardspodcast.com. If you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you want to join any of our games, you can look us up on Meetup at We Hate Bards. Membership is always free, and we have games going pretty much all week. If you want to support us and throw a little coin our way, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash wehatebards. Backers will receive early release podcasts and custom content, including homebrew games, custom modules, and more. So thanks again for listening. And now, on to the podcast. Greetings again. This is uh, Chris. Uh, and tonight we're going to be playing the second installment of the game Artifact. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't heard the first one, uh, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the uh, the kind of first half of the series where we're um, kind of playing a, a magical uh, item and kind of going about its uh, long and, and storied history um, coming to see. Uh, so it's, it's a small harp. Uh, just kind of give you a background, uh, kind of a little kind of review of like what happened so um it's a heart made by um the great craftsman playwright poet musician uh alanis um you know and it was found by uh lord castor who shot uh, some type of magical creature in the forest a, a fae or an elf or something like that he's not sure but she had this on him and he took it dumped her body in a bog um and used this thing to basically craft himself you know become king and expand his kingdom in this huge thing um, but then he became paranoid, left it in a vault, um, was stolen by the thief Alice, uh, and then basically the harp uh, started to become manipulative and convinced her to kind of go back to the king and rob him at this giant, um, you know, this, uh, this uh, ball. And then what ended up happening is she went to bed with him, um, and then she was planning on stealing all his, uh, the king's stuff, and then he woke up, and there was a... Uh, you know, a tussle, and they went over kind of the balcony, fell into the river, both died, um, and then it was found by a monster hunter who used it to defeat uh, this great uh, uh, and evil uh, vampire-esque person called the man who was manipulating people's minds. Um, uh, yeah, but it, eventually what happened um, is the harp, uh, due to kind of the king dying, there was this, you know, political uh you know power vacuuming happening in the kingdom and uh the harp uh while uh visiting with uh or, i'm sorry uh the man was daniel the the monster hunter when he was uh visiting because uh, he got promoted to one of the guild heads because the guild visits with kind of um some parts of uh the the king the kingdom apparatus basically like higher up to making sure they're on the up and ups and everything um and discovered uh this plot um to have kind of uh you know a coup happen um and and the the harp had uh, instructed you know and manipulated uh Daniel to go out and um you know, basically, like, in the court, expose everybody and what was happening, and he did, um, and instead of kind of, you know, a coup happening, basically, this giant civil war had erupted, um, and he had escaped, um, and was kind of fleeing for his life, because he was kind of blamed for this, and when people were after him, um, and that's when the harp, um, instructed him that, like, the harp had set it all up like this, they had manipulated, uh, him into doing this, um, and he wanted to see lots of people be hurt and killed, um, because the harp, that's what it wanted to do. Um, and so Daniel, not being a bad guy at all, realized that he had been had and manipulated by this thing, was like sleeping in a basically a, abandoned barn and put it in a sack and said like, hey, you know, I'm put you under some hay just in case somebody comes for me. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll come back for you. Um, you know, and, and Daniel had never, never had, um, you know, done anything, you know, lied to it at all like that. It was completely, um, you know, on the harp side all the time, always follows directions. So the harp had no idea. And, and, but he knew like he'd been manipulated. Um, and so he left it there in a sack underneath some hay. And so that's where we are right now. Uh, a little like what, like a little like three or four minute intro. So yeah, so now we're going to roll, uh, usually just pick, but I like to roll, um, kind of, um, you know, for how long that this thing's going to be sitting in this barn for. So, ooh, it's going to be sitting in for a century. Ooh, ooh, okay. So rest for two minutes, or and then choose one in the rust and dust, or shifts in currents. Uh, okay, 
Yeah, rust and dust. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, I actually think shifts and currents would be a good one to to do this. Uh, okay. So yeah. So th so then we're um, so let's. So I also did the thing where we're, I'm going to uh, you know I want to play this right. So uh, you know I'm going to pause the recording, sit here for two minutes while listening to some ambient music, thinking about. Um, you know, the thing being left for a century to really kind of get in the mindset, really kind of method acting here. Uh, and then kind of, you know, uh, come back to, uh, you know, uh, the games. All right. So let's give a little pause here. All right. So kind of sat for two minutes listening to some dark ambient while thinking about, uh, you know, this thing sitting under a, a sack. So, so yeah, so it, it asks you to choose one. Uh, so it asks you to choose... Uh, choose uh, for kind of uh, shifts and current. So uh, response to an artifact question, details, a trait, um, uh, something below. So um, to something to reflect the world uh, shaping around you. Um, so yeah, so we can, we can answer one of artifact questions. So uh, so over time you gain a name or, or honorif uh, name or honorific. What is it and why? Um, so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, as the kind of the, 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 the civil war, uh, kind of rages on, um, they, 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 they assume that the harp is, uh, uh, they are to as the, uh, the doom bringer, bringer, you know, harvester, uh, kind of, you know, associated with kind of the harp, uh, you know, associated when it, when it shows up, it is meant to bring a doom or destruction or cause times and to fall into chaos. Um, so yes, yeah, so then we get to choose a, uh, a new keeper. Let's see here. Okay. So, uh, we get to choose a new keeper. Um, and, uh, let's roll d4. Already got the monster hunter. Uh, an all-conquering warlord. Ooh. So, uh, so the, this is the keeper's acquisition. So it's been like, uh, you know, a century. Um, you know, that's a hundred years. So this thing, so basically what happened is, in my mind, what happened is the barn uh, eventually burned down when some kind of, basically some kind of bandits or something were living there and they had an accident and like, so it's a partially burned down barn. It sat in the sack covered with rubble for hundred years or so, um, you know, uh, you know, and I would say that, um, right now the kingdom is broken up into various like warring factions that completely disintegrated. Um, there was, the, there was, um, the, 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 they call it, they call it the, the black war. Um, you know, let me write that down the black war because the the black family, the different factions, other people were involved, different kind of neighboring kingdoms. It was this horrible war. It saw the, saw like the black family completely, uh, uh obliterated. Um, and now there's the, all these like warring factions and stuff like that. And now we have an all conquering warlord. They are feared, adored in equal measure. Um, so basically, uh, so, you know, so describe the keeper in your acquisition. So, um, the warlord, um, uh, is, is, uh, oh, oh, we do get more, I think it is, uh, is Vin, Vinmar and Vinmar, um, uh, Vin, Vin, yeah, Vinmar is a, um, grew up in one of the, uh, like the last, you would say he's about 25 now. So he grew up in like the, le like the later stages of the war when things just kind of completely imploded. Um, now things are just a kind of a little bit more stable. Um, it's pretty lawless. There are a number of like warring factions and warlords and there's like no power system and the, 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 the you know, things are, things are, things are pretty, pretty bad. Um, so he, uh, ends up, uh, you know, probably basically fleeing, uh, from some other type of warring party. Uh, let's say he was ambushed, uh, you know, by, uh, some kind of, some roving bandits basically, um, and, and hid, uh, in the, in kind of this, uh, you know, this rubble of, uh, you know, the, the barn that's been like overgrown and things like that. And, and he, he pushed aside some, some mounds of dirt to kind of hide in it really quick so that he wouldn't be found. 
Um, and while he was in there, he, he felt his hand hit something hard and he touched it and immediately. He felt, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, it was an immediate feeling of, of, of maliciousness of kind of, uh, of anger. Um, uh, and that's another thing that I think that, um, it, it, it the, 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 the harp is that, um, it's, it's angry from being left by Daniel. It's angry. Um, but then, but then it realizes that someone's touching it now and immediately begins to say, oh, oh, I thought you were trying to hurt me and immediately begins to manipulate, um, uh, Vinmar. Um, so yeah, so, and so, so basically Vinmar finds this thing. The, 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 the other people, the bands are trying to find him, don't end up finding him. Um, uh, you know, that killed the rest of, uh, like his friends and his family and things like that. Um, and it just, the first thing it does is it decides that, you know, we're going to extract revenge on those who, who harmed you. Uh, and it's like, well, what do you mean? How are you going to do that? And as it's playing, um, you know, knows what the bandits camp is. So he goes to the bandits camp, um, you know, and begins playing, um, you know, the song, um, you know, and immediately puts everyone to, into a deep slumber. Um, and then, um, you know, he, you know, cause Vinmar isn't a bad guy right away, you know, but he, the harp convinced him, like, you'd be like, now we will have your revenge and kill him. Cause that's what you people do. You get revenge on people. Um, you know, and it's like, I don't know if I want to do this, but it manipulates and convinces him and he, and he ended up killing all of the bandits. Um, fast forward a number of years later, um, you know, that's, that's, that's I have. So, so that he's kind of gr grown up, um, kind of, you know, in, uh, you know, probably, you know, the tail end of, 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 of the war. So like there's a warring faction. So he basically rises up into one of these warlord factions. Um, so describe, uh, so the all kind of war describe their empire and the armies they rule it with. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So, so basically, um, after years of, uh, also like building up. So let's say he's probably like, 25 so probably like 40 now um so over the next 15 years vinmar um solidifies his hold on power over various kind of groups of people and he does this by uh uh you know same thing that uh um you know uh, uh lord uh or king uh castor did uh, except this time the, 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 the instrument is kind of guiding Vinmar in this because the instrument knew how, uh, Lord, uh, Castor, then now King Castor, now dead King Castor, um, how he did it. And it kind of, and, and, and the harp now follows the same playbook, um, knowing that it can manipulate people. And he does this and he, and he forms this, um, this, this, this kingdom out of, uh, you know, these warring factions, um, you know, and he's basically able to kind of convince others to come to his side, convince them to see it his way, and kind of anybody that um, isn't is immediately kind of uh, put to the sword. Um, you know, and he rules. Um, you know, with a with with an with a basically with an army uh, of you know of of heavily uh, of heavily armed. Um, you know, and, and let's say around this time, uh, a new, uh, technology has come about. Um, like it, it's like, it's basically like, like, like uh, pistols, like flintlock pistols. Um, you know, uh, it, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not even, it's not even that, um, you know, advanced yet, but it, it's, that's what, um, is kind of new on the battlefield. Um, and, and Vinmar uses, uh, this, uh, extensively. Um, and so he is able to solidify his hold and he is greatly feared, um, for kind of, um, his use and, and easily adapting of this new technology. Um, uh, and he, uh, you know, he does kind of the, uh, you know, you know, in, in conscripting people and, you know, warring on other various factions, um, you know, and just, you know, and it's one of those things where it's the old style where, you know, if, if you know, if, if you're willing to sign up with him, that's, that's cool. You know, you can, you know, um, you know, you, you can be part of his kind of his army, um, you know, you'll be protected, you'll get food. But if, if you say no, or try and resist him, he'll kill everybody. And he does, he wipes out entire villages, cities, he'll lay siege to them um, and destroy them. 
um, and he becomes more and more vicious as he uses time uh, with Doombringer, um, you know, and he often will, uh, you know, bring this thing out, um, you know, um, you know, and, 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 pl and play it to bring p fear into people's eyes. Um, you know, it's often seen that, you know, he plays it to, to work up his... Uh, uh, his, his, his soldiers into like an ecstatic frenzy, you know, that where they can't feel pain, um, you know, that they, they will, you know, rush into battle, you know, he's, he's, he's just immensely feared. Um, and, you know, how did you help him establish their mighty dominion? Um, you know, he, yeah, basically like, um, you know, uh, you know, the thing basically takes a, a, a thing from, you know, uh, King Black and, and, and also with his armies, with the backing of this, uh, you know, instrument, um, you know, um, enchant, en enchant the soldiers to, to, to be fanatical. Um, so his, uh, so his, he has a, like a loyal, uh, following, let's say of like, you know, at, at the height of his thing, it's about like 10,000 men, 10,000 men strong and not just 10,000 men strong, 10,000 men that are, fanatically devoted to him um you know and would do anything for him completely and utterly like brainwash having like his own cult um that happens so yeah so uh yeah so so answer the keyword question choose from the table 29 or 30 okay so we can do victories or valor uh okay uh, um or we can do ne uh, neglect and mischief uh Okay. Ooh, powerful magic has its toll. Oh, yeah. He was on carelessly. Okay. Okay. Uh, powerful magic. Okay, so yeah. So, uh... Hmm, that's interesting. So we sh I don't know if we should go through keeping a powerful magic or victories of valor. Um, okay. Ooh, okay, long-standing feud. Um, okay, this is actually great. Okay, so actually, yeah. So, so what we'll do? Uh, so, victories and valor. So, um, so what happens is a long-standing feud between two prominent factions resolved. How did you keep your keep? How did you help your keeper convince the faction leaders to come to um, uh, the negotiating table? Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, so basically. Um, uh, the 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 great uh, great great grandson of uh, Anton, um, who was uh, you know the the one of the major instigators in the the pseudo coup that was going to happen earlier. Uh, let's say he's like he's you no, know, and Anton the sixth. You know, um, you know who controls like kind of the remaining vestiges of. You know that that kingdom. Um, uh, you know the the black kingdom because they have their own little like part of the kingdom when it broke up that they have been able to maintain control of. Um, and uh, you know it's it's heavily fortified. Um, you know Vinmar knows that kind of to attack it would mean um, just kind of exhausting of all of his resources. Even though that you know he has like ten thousand you know strong dedicated men, and if he got conscriptions, it would just be it would just be not worth it um so he basically uh so yeah so basically um you know he has a delegation come uh to the to the place uh and he you know uh uh you know uh plays like the harp for everybody you know soothing them to security and basically um uh even though, uh, uh, you know, uh, Anton, um, has his, uh, daughter, let's say, um, uh, let's say, uh, let's say Angelica, Angelica Black. Angelica Black is this beautiful woman, um, you know, um, fiercely independent, um, you know, has lots of suitors, but refused to marry anybody. And he comes and Vinmar uses this manipulating harp to convince Anton the Sixth to give, um, because he's bewitched by her. Um, and the harp says, well, you know, if anything that you want, you should just take it. You're strong enough. So he uses the harp to convince Anton the Sixth to give Angela's hand in marriage to Vinmar. And so then they're married, um, together, which kind of, you know, in the old style political marriages cements their kingdoms together, um, in this kind of vast, uh, kind of, uh, kingdom. Um, 
uh, yeah, and so and basically, uh, the key, the, uh, you know, it convinces the keeper that you know you should take her and be yours because originally the plan was, um, you know, just to kind of get them all there and like kind of manipulate them to like doing basically. Uh, whatever they whatever Vidmar wanted but you know the 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 harp was going to try and convince to do something you know awful nasty to to cause more uh destruction but uh, once he saw that Vidmar is like you know he wanted that and you know it's like well you should you know it, since it's kind of corrupting you should, you should take it it could be yours um you know dark side kind of stuff so so uh, so yeah, so then can, so, so answer, uh, so choose one to table, uh, answer an artifact question. So let's see, what's an artifact question? Um, so, uh, man, that was recorded, so I'm playing with him. Uh, do love to, you were once played to impress someone your keeper was madly in love with. Oh, this is great. Okay, so you were once played to impress someone your keeper was madly in love with. Describe the person courted and the songs played to woo them. Did they love them too? Um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, so they get married and, uh, Angela is not in love with Vinmar right away. Um, and Vinmar, um, the, the harp is just like, well, just use me to make her love you, you know, to make her obedient some servant. And, but Vinmar staunchly refuses. Um, he tells, uh, he tells the harp, he says, no, like I have to, I have to make her, um, uh, I have to make her love me on her own. Um, and we can't use any of your beguiling or trickery to do it. And there's this whole back and forth with the harp that it wants him to manipulate her and to see why she just can't do it. Um, uh, and, and so, you know, eventually, you know, he, you know, and Angela doesn't come, you know, it doesn't like, it's not like a romantic love, you know, it's one of those kind of, of kind of mutual respect, um, you know, uh, and responsibility to the kingdoms and admiration. It could, it could be called love. It blossoms into, uh, a, a kind of, um, a kind of love. And even like kind of later in their lives, that's when kind of things, when they're both getting older, um, Vinmar's a bit older than Angelica. So like, he's probably getting this by like 50s, 60s. Um, she's probably like 40 that, and like, she's produced him a number of heirs to this kingdom and things are going really well. Uh, and like, that's when Angelica and like Vinmar start to kind of really develop a, a, like a real connection and relationship. Um, uh, and I would say, uh, oh, this is actually interesting. So, uh, matter of fact question. And then, uh, I'm a trained angry on this thing, the instrument becomes jealous becomes jealous it's jealous of angelica it sees kind of um and all, all the time vinmar is using it to kind of manipulate other people and do court politics and stuff but um but it doesn't and like but kind of once that's all kind of settled down and everything and everything's more stable and 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 you know and now it's just kind of you know angelica and vinmar um, and they develop this relationship where it's like a real relationship where like, you know, they're actually like late in their marriage, like kind of actually for the first time, actually like kind of falling in love with each other, even at this late stage, uh, Doombringer is, is jealous, is upset with what's going on. Um, you know, and often, um, what happens is I guess Angelica probably heard Vinmar talking, uh, to the harp one day, because she probably lets on that there's something with this harp, it's somehow magical, even though he keeps it, um, you know, it's intelligent somehow or no, and he's talking with it, and it's telling uh, him that, you know, like, that, you know, that to do, like, bad stuff, and that, you know, like, you know, I'm the most important here, you know, I did all this for you, and, you know, and you gotta, you know, we gotta get rid of her, you know, she's trying to get it, and, like, he's refusing, and she hears all this type of stuff, and, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah, I will hear none of it. You know, I'm going to bed. Um, you know, it plays us and, you know, and, you know, the, you know, he can, he, she can only hear one side of the conversation, uh, but it sounds bad. And he knows that like this thing is trying to, 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 to ruin his mind. So, <coughs> oh my goodness. Give me some more tea. Oh, mm. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Okay. So. So then we gotta decide. Um, so how the keeper loses you? Okay, so this is this is uh, actually really good. So, 
So basically what happens um, is she finds out about this, Angelica does, and kind of she's very like crafty. And basically she knows where this thing is kept um, at night because it's kept in a, in a certain uh, locked, basically kind of chest safe um, that only he has a key to. Um, uh, but she know, but she knows how to get into it. So because you know she's with him all the time, and so she eventually she she steals it. Um, no, she doesn't. She doesn't steal it, but because that would you know she has. Um, because uh, she's not stupid as well. Um, so basically she has it. So as if um somebody from a neighboring kingdom um who uh you know was on uh kind of the outs with them. Um, you know, uh, stole this, stole this thing from them, um, you know, and she, and she, but she actually had it. She takes it, um, and she d basically disposes of it in some kind of long forgotten place. Uh, and, you know, and after this happens, Vinmar is like furious, um, you know, uh, he, he wages war on this place. Um, it actually goes very well and kind of, you know, basically sacks their cities and, uh, you know, adds more even to his empire and things, you know, um, it's, you know, it's not as large as, uh, like King Black's was at the time. Uh, but like, it's this pretty sub substantial kind of empire, um, you know, and he comes back, but he never finds the harp again, and only she, and only Angelica knows, and she, and she says nothing. Um, so it's kind of, you know, taken far to the north, um, you know, and discarded in some, uh, in some horrible place. Um, so yeah, so let's roll a, um, a d6 and see how long, uh, this is going to be gone for. Ooh, a month. Rest for 20 seconds. Okay. So, um, let's see, um, okay, so, uh, so yeah, so let's, I'll pause it one second, I'll rest for 20 seconds, and then come back and we'll kind of find out the next section, who's going to take care of this. Okay, so, yeah, so it's been, it's been a month, um, so yeah, so let's, so we move on to the next act, three, Keeper of the Ruination, ooh. Uh, choose a keeper from below and resolve the following process on page four. Okay, so let's roll a d4. So it got traveled to the north and, and, and it put somewhere. So figure out where in a second. So two. Ooh, an archivist collector. They are observant, austere, and manically organized. Ooh, okay. So basically, yeah. So let's move on to act three. So I'll put this, kind of got some piece of paper here. So act three. So act three, the ruination. So an archivist collector. So describe uh, the archivist uh, they oversee and where they're stored. Uh, which of the former key, uh, so which of the former keepers are so keenly studied? Okay, so um, uh, so yeah, so basically it probably um, you know she paid um, probably a group of less uh, some less than reputable people to take this thing up there. Um, so they travel far to the north. Um, but they, and it was supposed to be deposited in basically some long forgotten, awful place, uh, and they'll never see the light of day again, but they realize that it's probably worth some money. Um, so there's a fight that ends up happening, um, and one of the guys ends up probably killing a couple of the other ones, um, who want to get rid of it, and he ends up probably selling it, and he's like, well, where can I sell it to? Um, and he's like, I don't know, like, you know, oh, I know, I know, it'll, it'll be, a uh, 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 uh. Uh, they they call they call they call him they call him Ralph. Um, that's not his real name. Um, but he goes he goes by Ralph. Um, it's you know his long he is like some kind of unpronounceable name. Um, you know, and he's some type of um some type of uh like like elf or like fake creature or or something not quite sure um but he lives like far to the north and apparently he is kind of a keeper of these magical items or like things like that so um so yeah so he decides to go and he's just you know sell to this thing so he gets there and he and he sees it um he doesn't really know what it is um you know because it's been you know this thing's been kind of lost to history by now. Um, uh, 
of like what it really is, but he does know that it is like it is Doombringer. Um, and you know, and he's kind of hesitant at first, um, uh, but then he realizes that you know he he'll 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 need it. You know, he he needs to have it. He can't help himself. So Ralph, uh, you know he. He purchases it with a large amount of money, basically bars of gold. The guy, like, takes off as long as, you know, and he, he basically keeps it in this, like, kind of, um, you know, underground library um, that um, he um, owns. So, so again, so answer the keeper question. So, describe the archives they oversee and where they're stored. So, it's, to, it's, 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 in, the, it's in the frozen north. Um... And, it, and it's an it's an old uh, it's an old uh, like a dwarven it's an old dwarven uh, uh, like 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 uh, temple of some sort, um, but the doors have been long gone for whoever knows how long a millennia, but but now he's repurposed it into some type of uh, library um, with books on magical artifacts and things like that and and you know kind of you know it's. It's a place um, that has large key, uh, lo lots of knowledge, um, but it's so remote um, that it is it'd be very difficult to try and kind of conquer it in a way because uh, it's just so remote and difficult. And also there are some very dangerous things here that could uh, make things very difficult um, for, uh, various kingdoms and things. So often, um, most kingdoms will kind of stay away. And also Ralph has been known to be quite dangerous to some people. Uh, it's unquite sure if he's like some kind of, you know, wizard or sorcerer. Um, it, it, he's not, but that's what people think. And so people kind of, people kind of stay away, but yet, you know, they'll send entourages here or people will come to, you know, like learn things or, or get information. Of course, you know, you, you can't get things for free. You've got to pay for it. So, you know, there's there's a lot of money coming in. Um, you know, knowledge is, is big business. Um, so, yeah, which of your former keepers uh, are they keen to study? Um, yeah, so he finds this and he is kind of, um, you know, obsessed with uh, learning about um, uh, kind of uh, uh, like Lord... He, he, He's, he's obsessed um, with tracking down uh, the uh, the uh, what was it uh, the Red Archmage's spell book because at the time it was in Lord uh, or King Caster's uh, vault um, and he knows it was kind of transported back here but he doesn't know where it is um, and so um, he's kind of obsessed. Um, with uh, with King Caster finding out what happened to him and also finding out where that book is because that book has some very powerful spells and spells that um you know he, that Ralph doesn't want he needs them um so yeah so so yeah so that's the key question so he's obsessed so obsessed with with uh, with King Black um and uh and the and the stolen spell book. Okay. Okay. So, uh, choose one from the tables, 29 or 30. Okay. So, neglect and mischief. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Uh, okay, grime. Uh, let's see. What was going to happen? Uh, I don't think it would be some type of... Uh, Victor Valley. I think it'd be more like a neglect and mischief. Um, so, um, uh, let's see. You were put in dis you were you were put on display to decorate a wall. You rested there for a long time unused. What was the room like? Were you kept clean and shiny, or did the dust and grime pile up over the passing years? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say that. Um, you know, after um, found out that uh, what Doombringer was and kind of and how um, how manipulative uh, Doombringer was, um, that Ralph has his own um, magical enchantments and things to protect itself from some of the um, more baser instincts of uh, Doombringer and trying to find out uh, kind of what happened. And of course, um, Doombringer is is very manipulative, um, 
you know, not very forthcoming on what happened. Um, he's able, after long conversations, Ralph's able to glean some information uh, from uh, Doombringer, but doesn't doesn't trust the thing. So basically, puts it basically in the archives, puts it in one of the bottom floors of uh, what used to be the like the old lower floors of the mine. You know, the more secure floors. Um, so yeah, puts it puts it down there. Um, it's it's cold. Um, it's dark. Uh, you know, there is, uh, no light and it's, it's stored in a it's stored like out, um, in a very, basically a small rock room, uh, with, with, with kind of nothing else because, uh, Ralph knows that this thing is, 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 is manipulates people. He knows a lot about magical items, especially ones like this that have been corrupted. Um, so it kind of puts it, um, you know, uh, you know, in isolation, basically, uh, for a very, very long time. Um, and I would say that, um, I would put down that, um, you know, and it, it's, it stays down there for, uh, kind of, of, a very long time, you know, a very, very long time. Um, so yeah, so let's, um, so, so let's, uh, a detail about the physical appearance of your item. Okay. Um, I would say that, um, after a while, you know, it becomes extremely mad because it knows it, no one's going to come to get it. And basically it's be beginning put in, um, you know, isolation, uh, you know, and, um, you know, it begins to, um, you know, it begins to not only be, it, I'm going to replace jealous, um, because it was jealous of its former keeper, but it begins, it begins to be, become obsessed, obsessed with revenge, revenge on like all those who've wronged it by kind of leaving it down here, um, and uh, getting revenge on Ralph for locking it up and keeping it down here when it could be used because it's been used like basically to shape the powers of the kingdom and now it's just locked away in a room. Um, you know, no, no, nobody's going to ever use it. So, um, you know, it's furious that things like this are happening to it. So, um, answer an artifact question. So let's go with an artifact question. Do, do, do. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Of all the places you've seen on your travels, one stands out and you long to return. Where is and why? Okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So basically, oh, so, so basically it's like, it's angry revenge. Of all the places you've seen on your travels, one stands out, um, and you long to return. Where is it and why? I would say, so it's kind of, it, you know, it becomes obsessed with revenge. Um, you know, but revenge only can go for so long. You can only maintain that, like, length of revenge for a certain amount of time. Because you can't do anything. You can't, you can't maintain that heightened anger forever. Um, you know, and it's become obsessed with revenge, you know. Um, you know, but, but with that heightened state, you know, and the long periods of time down here, and, and and Ralph never comes. Ralph's got all the information that Ralph will ever get out of it. He thinks so. He's just gonna basically like lock it up, um, you know, to kind of keep it away. He's he's he wants to get uh, the book. Um, it doesn't really care about you know this this harp. So he's but you know doesn't want to get it, give it to anybody, or let it get out. So he just locks it up. So it begins to it begins to feel like um you know it wants to get back um and you know it's 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 best time it remembers even though it was eventually thinking about things how how bad it was and how it was manipulated and um you know it still it still wants to be back you know with 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 Lord Black you know when when he found it and you know you and he was using it all the time and he felt you know useful um and like helping people and it gets that feeling of like you know that the feeling deep inside which hasn't felt for a very long time of 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 being uh, of being kind of um you know useful um um and also at the same time like you know feeling lonely this is the first time it's ever felt really kind of lonely, you know, down here. Um, not that it's been just kind of abandoned and there's someone to rage against, but just kind of, you know, we're, we're done with you. You know, your time has passed. So we're putting you down here just to kind of, 
you know, keep you away from everybody. Um, you know, and, and this anger and want, like revenge turns to loneliness. So, uh, so yeah, so in time nation. Okay. So, um, so answer an artifact question. Consider how the keeper, uh, loses you. Okay. This is, uh, interesting. Uh, okay. So, uh, basically, um, I would say it's been down here for a very long time. Um, and, uh, I would say it's, it's, I imagine that like, um, the dwarven old like temple was this giant vertical, basically shaft, um, not shaft, but like carved out in various floors, almost like a skyscraper kind of underground, um, where everybody lived and like in once you get farther down into the mines, that's where it is. And basically I think what happened is um some kind of titanic shift um underground, maybe like an earthquake or something happened a while later. Uh caused an underground river to like kind of shift and water flowed basically and flooded the bottom kind of couple levels of this place and that it was washed away. It was just kind of sitting out and the water came and, and rushed and made cracks in the floor and it just rushed and, and it's gone. Um, yeah. So let me roll a D six and see how long the thing is gone. So, so three centuries. Okay. So choose one on the dust and rust or shifts and currents thing. Okay. So, um, so let's rest for three minutes. Um, let me set up my uh, timer here for three minutes and we'll get some, uh, we'll get some, uh, of the, no thanks, no thanks. Okay, we'll, we'll get some, uh, ambient music going and I'll kind of sit here and kind of think about what it's like to, uh, you know, for my item to be washing around your ground for, uh, centuries. All right, be right back. Okay, so, so yeah, so, uh, the... So now we get to, after shaking for uh, three minutes, we uh, choose uh, once on the dust and rust table or shifts and currents. I see the dust and rust table. Um, uh, okay, so the yawning silence is uh, deafening as you struggle to keep your mind calm and clear for such an extended isolation. Can you stay composed or does something snap? Um uh, whether by frost corrosion or something strange or prominent setting of rune is damaged, vital part deteriorates, um, sampling grows around you, um, so how is the, the yonic silence is deafening, so, okay, so here's what happens, it gets, because I was kind of imagining this in my head, like, kind of as, uh, uh you know, the, the, in between time here, um, is it gets rushed underwater, um, and it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, living, it's kind of under in this underwater river, and it kind of gets caught in a rock, um, somewhere in this under, uh, underwater river, and it stays there for hundreds of years, um, you know, it's kind of under here, gone, um, you know, and it, it, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, it, it, it obsessed with revenge. I mean, that's gone. I mean, it's just, it's just so, um, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't want to, you know, hurt people anymore. Um, you know, I would say it's, um, it's crystal toppers, um, eventually fall off, uh, you know, so it, le it looks a lot less, uh, regal than it once did. It looks just like a kind of a normal harp. Uh, and and why it was an underwater river, it probably uh, washed around up uh, and got found by, um, you know, a group of uh, kind of uh, what they call, uh, let's say, this call basically, they're, you know, kind of like, kind of, uh, like Daryl from D and D, but like more like they're 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 dwarves, um, you know, because no one really know what happened to the dwarves, but it said that there was a certain subsection of them that were horribly cursed, um, that are that are, are rather um insane that live underground now, never see the light of day, um, nobody's seen them in hundreds of years, they don't know if they even exist or if it's some kind of fairy tale, but they do exist, um, and they live underground, um, you know, and the the they've been reverted to almost like animals, um, you know, because of the, the curse, you know, they, 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 they have like intelligence that of barely above, um, you know, uh, you know, 
some some kind of like animal. They it's like they're living on impulses and and they're they're kind of crazy and insane. Um, and they live in like packs, almost like kind of dogs. Um, and basically one of these things finds it, um, and uses it as a tool, uses it to like the strings to cut fish, uses it because the wood is super strong to like, you know, as a weapon. Um, and the thing can't communicate with it, um, because it's crazy and doesn't like understand. So, and it stays within like the system of underground for like, you know, hundreds of years, um, you know, being passed around by various people. Somebody kill it and take it and then use it. Um, and all the while um it it's 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 lonely and it's it's criving and it 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 wants um it wants um you know it wants to be wants to be used wants wants uh wants like companionship um because uh, it's 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 not being used it's just, it's just like this awful tool and um, it can't, it can't, it, it can't do anything about a situation. It can't manipulate these people. Um, it can't enchant them, beguile them. Um, it's gotten to the point where kind of all that rage, that anger, um, is, is all gone. And now the only thing that it wants is, you know, thinking about like, constantly thinking about like King Black, uh, Lord Black and King Black, uh, about like the time they spent together and like re, and like thinking about all the previous, um, kind of, uh, keepers that it's, you know, had and kind of, you know, looking very fondly, even though it used to do awful things, but looking very fondly back at the time spent together and things like that and kind of just, in, just yearning for that so much. Um, yeah. And so kind of, uh, all right, so let's, and so that's what kind of happens. Um, you know, uh, and I would say that, um, let's roll a D3. The platinum string breaks. Now it only has two strings left, a gold string and a silver string. Um, it probably, it probably breaks, um, you know, during one, during like kind of, a, you know, using to cut fish or something, one of the strings finally gives way, you know. Uh, so yeah, so let's roll another d4 and see about another keeper. Um, <laughs> a doomsday cult. There are scores of acolytes with burning eyes and fierce purpose. <laughs> okay so all right so yeah so let's um so oh this is gonna get dark folks okay so um so how, how do they find it okay so basically um uh one of the so all right so let's so let's describe the keeper so the keeper is uh let's see the keeper is um uh, uh, let's see, let's call him, uh, let's call him the, they, they call him, they call him the, within the cult, they call him the Gray Hand. Um, his real name is, uh, 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 Lanier, um, uh, Graymeyer. And they call him the Grey Hand because of Greymire, but also because of in one of his horrible rituals, which kind of he sold his power to some kind of awful entity. Like it caused his hand to become um not zombified, but it's it's like really stiff and it's like gray. Um, you know, and he leads this cult. Um so uh yeah, so and he is he is um you know he's 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 driven um you know he's uh he's he's fanatical um um you know he is also uh he's also manipulative um you know and he's in like well, the cult that he is is they want to bring out they want to bring about um uh you know the basically the the they want to bring about the apocalypse um uh, well, not necessarily apocalypse, but basically they want to enact. Um, what's the what's the thing they call it? Um, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, let's see. The, yeah, they call it the the you know the all, you know, they call it the all seeing mind. Um, you know, or or uh, you know the the, the you know the, the the mind from beyond. Um, they sometimes call it. Um, you know the they call it the the end uh the end mind things things like this all this talk about like there's this um you know this this like this basically 
in a platonic kind of way, this form of the perfect intelligence that lives outside of our kind of reality. Um, uh, and in, in, they need to be able to kind of bring it um, into kind of this reality and replace everybody's mind with this perfect um, all-seeing mind. Um, you know, uh, apparently, like, some of the texts are a little bit off on, like, what exactly that means or does, but, like, um, uh, look, Lanier thinks that, um, you know, people are, uh, horribly kind of corrupt and all the corruption that, um, you know, is, 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 is because of, you know, they get away from what perfect intelligence is and what perfect reason is. Um, and so they're going to try and enact this whole ritual to kind of bring in, um, you know, to kind of, um, convince this thing, uh, to kind of come in. Um, um, so, so, uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, describe the leader and the classman they wish to trigger. So they want to bring in the all-seeing mind into this reality. Um, and how are you used to complete their sinister, wretched ritual? Ooh, okay, so basically... What happens is um, he f basically um, uh, how he f how he finds this uh, thing is is that they were performing some type of ritual because um, they needed the dwarves for sacrifices um, and so they performed a ritual to kind of bring them out from the deep um, to the surface and one of them had this thing on them um, so immediately um, uh, Lanier knew what this thing was because uh, he's steeped in occult knowledge. Um, and he kills, he has them all slaughtered immediately and takes it for himself. Um, and, uh, Doombringer is, wants companions and it was so lonely. Um, he is immediately taken in by Lanier and Lanier knows what this thing is. And Lanier, um, does the exact same thing that, uh, kind of Lord Black did is it begins to manipulate Doombringer. Um, and Doombringer is so want for companionship so lonely um that uh it kind of just lets itself be manipulated just to be used just to feel like it wants to be like loved and, and cared for it again um so so yeah so um yeah uh then kind of what happens is they want to complete this horrible ritual um so what they do um is uh they were able to get uh, a hold of, uh, you know, a number of items. And basically um, what they're going to use Doombringer for is they're going to use uh, Doombringer uh, to, to basically um, enchant, you know, uh, the all-seeing mind, the mind from beyond to come to this reality and kind of replace all the intelligences with perfect, um, what the perfect mind should be. Um yeah, so answer, so choose one from the, t so choose one from the table. So answer the keeper questions. So that's what they're going to do. Um, let's choose from the keeper thing. So either 29 or 30. So either neglected mischief. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is going to become a sad story. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is a difficult question to ask. Huh. Okay. So, so you so you corrupted your keeper. I don't know about that. So, um, oh, hold on. Shifts and currents. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Or, is it, or do I have to pick from one of those? That's the, that's the question. Do I have to pick from one of those? Or can I go, yeah, choose 29 or 30. I can't pick from that table. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep with what kind of the, the main thing is. Um, so, you were broken, split, or torn into two pieces by your keeper, intentionally or otherwise. How did this happen, and how were you made a hole again. You were put in display, decorate a wall, you were thrown cares at every treasure, you were locked in a vault. Um uh, keeper uncovered as a conspiracy. You swim a bit of rival in a duel. Okay. 
Mm, how many have you been free? Uh, this, is, this is a difficult one with where I kind of go with the story here. Um, let's see. Mm, I'm going to say powerful magic has to take has a toll. You corrupted your keeper, causing malaise, sickness, and eventual death. Was this ruination um, intentional? Um, yeah. Uh, so, like, so yeah, so basically, this, this, uh, so basically what, what how it is is that uh, Doombringer is being manipulated uh, by Lanier and that and, and and kind of letting it happen but also at the same time Doombringer is manipulating Lanier um, is not gonna let this this one go is not gonna is not gonna let this this keeper go and and is is kind of um, uh, kind of manipulating Lanier into kind of um, relying on it and needing it um, uh, you know, and kind of messing with Lanier's mind, even if he isn't totally aware of what's going on, he's subtly being influenced because, yeah, this is a very powerful magical item, and it's basically like, uh, like, don't leave me, like, you know, like you always have to carry me around, don't ever leave me, um, uh, you know, and you know, it's it's just like kind of, you know, really kind of manipulating that relationship to to be like one of like weird like codependence um that they're both like kind of using each other uh Lanier is kind of obviously using Doombringer um to complete this horrible ritual and get what he wants but Doombringer's also using Lanier um to get that emotional um, need and kind of connection that it didn't have for so long that it will do anything to make sure that you know that that that's maintained um okay answer an artifact question so let's answer an artifact question um uh, so how do you come to think of uh your keepers um as spirit collaborators uh, heartless exploiters or something else oh uh, you were there. The brute was on class. Now it's not a proper legend. We'll work on the other keepers. Most strange to you as the one that cannot die. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. How do how do you like? How do you come to think of your keepers as spirited collaborators, heartless exploiters, or something else? Um, I think that it comes to think the keepers as um a very kind of it, it keepers as um you know as as the only thing that can relieve its sense of loneliness and its sense of not being useful and what it's created to be um and the keepers are the only thing that can make it worthwhile as like it it's it's it, the harp is very it doesn't see any worth in what it is and what it does and what it's created for. It only sees worth in other people and how they love it and care for it. Any attention is good attention. It just wants to be used and wants to be cared for by somebody. It's, it's broken. Um, it's, it's old. Um, its strings are broken. It just wants to be cared for. Um, and it sees keepers as kind of the ultimate end in its goal of of like self fulfillment and self actual actualization. Uh, yeah, so so very kind of um, uh, toxic <laughs> type of relationship. Um, yeah. So all right. So uh, consider how the keeper loses you. Uh, okay. Okay. So yeah. So basically, how. Um, Okay, so basically, this is going to get really sad. So, uh, how, so like, yeah, it enables to complete this ritual. So it uses, um, basically, you know, and, and Lanier knows this, that, um, in the act of, of using it, um, it will kind of break the artifact, um, very badly, uh, and, you know, but it's worth it, um, you know, and Doombringer um, is too wrapped up in wanting to do anything that uh, Lanier wants to kind of resist, even though uh, Doombringer suspects this is very bad. So they do perform this ritual um, and bring this awful 
um, kind of, you know, the all-seeing mind, which isn't kind of what they thought it was, um, kind of into reality. Um, and basically, uh, it kind of comes in and it doesn't kind of, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't grant everybody kind of the perfect mind, but it extracts all of their like intelligence and their mind into itself, like some kind of awful collective. It kind of sucks out their intelligence. Um, in a way, it's kind of like, you know, being uploaded to kind of the, 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 you know, the, 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 the consciousness of, you know, like some kind of like hive mind or something where basically everybody in the planet, um, gets, gets anybody who's insentient gets like their mind sucked out, um, to live with this thing, which is, 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 you know, it's good and bad, but basically you have all of these people who are not people anymore. They're basically just like roving bands of animals you know they're not smart they don't have any kind of intelligence the whole world is 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 kind of left empty and uh at the time when this happens uh in the ritual it causes the two last strings to break the gold and silver string snap um because of the 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 kind of uh you know power that's used in this ritual to kind of boost doombringers uh you know ability uh yeah and uh you know and basically uh you know after the ritual's completed uh you know doombringer uh at the ritual site which is uh on a, like a very high mountaintop um specifically crafted for this ritual over decades um you know is left with a bunch of cultists whose minds have been completely um you know taken out scooped out they're just animals now and Doombringer just simply gets dropped to the ground, um, left in a rocky place. Um, there's nobody in the entire world to be able to use it anymore. And it just sits there, um, longing, wanting companionship. And, uh, yeah, you know, thinking about the past, its former keepers, and kind of, um, you know, and then, you know, there's, there's nothing left. Um, all of these kind of, uh, you know, powers and traits are all gone. Uh, you know, and it's, it's simply, uh, it's simply lonely and thinking about everything that it's done, you know, and all the kind of bad things that happened. Um, you know, it's, uh, it vacillates between being lonely nostalgic and regretful and you know and then you know there's nobody else around the world's ended and it's just sitting there empty and that's the end doombringer is a uh, a lonely lonely harp with no more strings uh, yeah, and that kind of ended very sad. A very, a very sad, sad story for, uh, for, for, uh, for Doombringer. Um, yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, so eventually reach the end of your third and final act, having resolved your final keeper. The items have broken beyond repair, abandoned the cold, dark place forever. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, so take a final moment to sit silent in the dark. Think about how your items remembered, if at all, through stories, art, or Alex remains in museum. Think about your keepers you left behind and the twists and turns their stories lived. Then turn the lights back on, have a snack, and stretch out as you leave your item behind, including your time with this game. So, yeah, so kind of talking about this, I mean, like, this is a very, very cool game. Um, and how um, it kind of, uh, you know, makes this kind of twisting story um you know and kind of builds on one thing to another to kind of build this really rich narrative of um you know what happened to this or doombring or anything you know it turned out this you know this this instrument that was created to bring beauty um initially got taken by somebody who kind of used it and then it was being slowly corrupted um you know so then it decided and then you know it basically learned by uh, example to to be this corrupting item and then slowly got more and more corrupted um and and more vicious and more angry until kind of um you know uh 
you know, it got, it's, you know, it, it you know, it, things come around, you know, and it got abandoned. And, and then it, after all of that, you know, after all the hatred, all the anger, all the destruction, um, you know, it just wanted to be loved and wanted to be cared for and used. And, um, somebody took that and then, um, used it to do something awful. And now it, last it, it sits abandoned in a dead world i mean not dead world but like there's nobody ever there's nobody ever gonna be able to talk to it again um and it's just a, p a piece of wood um you know with a bunch of broken strings and that's a that's a sad story that's a that, that's a really sad story so yeah so kind of stop for a second let's move into a little bit of post more about the game because yeah that's a really intense sad story so but um Artifact, I mean, I would highly recommend this. It's a fantastic game. Um, I'm not sure where you could get it. Again, it's Artifact by Jack Harrison. Um, you could probably, uh, let's see, is there any type of uh, website out here or anything you can go to? It's got nothing listed, but I pray if you look them up and look up Artifact, you can find a way to get one of these these books. You know, it's, it's just a small book. It's like, what, like probably 32 pages, um, you know. It also sent me a little all. It's it's an artifact uh, keepers thing, which is just a, a for some people that are, you know are, are a little bit less uh, inclined to play game that has um, that's more of um, you know improvisational. Uh, it, you can roll just d twenties, and it will give you like you know descriptions of the role, their looks, their drive, strengths, weaknesses, uh, you know things like that, and so um, you know can can really kind of flesh things out for you, which. You know, I thought about using it, but you know, I thought about it'd be good to just freewheel it instead. So yeah, very cool game, Ex exceptionally cool. Um, I, I can't recommend this guy highly enough. So if you're out there, uh, take a look, get a copy of it. Um, you know, cool independent game. All right, so hopefully it didn't bum me out too much, everybody. Uh, go out and get some, get some like ice cream or something. I don't know. I'm thinking I'm gonna go get some ice cream. This is a sad story. Sad story needs ice cream. All right, folks, we'll see you again soon. It's Chris signing off.